Welcome to the Wellness Within podcast. We are a nonprofit wellness center for patients, survivors, caregivers, and families affected by the trauma of cancer. We provide a wide range of services that enhance an individual's ability to experience quality of life. And we believe that everyone should have access to our programs and conversations, which are offered freely to ensure that no one is ever denied the support they need. If you find inspiration in what we share, we invite you to consider supporting Wellness Within through a donation. Your generosity enables us to continue offering these valuable resources to our community. To make a donation and contribute to the well-being of those facing cancer, please visit our website at wellnesswithin.org or click the link in the episode description. Your support makes a difference. So thank you for being a vital part of our mission. Together, we empower whole person well-being, bridging gaps, and reconnecting to what is most meaningful. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Wellness Within podcast series. I'm really excited today to have a very important conversation with Michelle Sanderson. And before we get started, I want to thank Union Pacific for making it possible to share this podcast with you today. Thank you so much, Union Pacific. And hello, Michelle Sanderson. Hello, Patty. It's so amazing to be able to join the now global Wellness Within family via the podcast and what you're doing online. What an honor to be here with you today. Oh, thank you very much. Well, it's an honor to have you here. For those who don't know, Michelle Sanderson is an oncology massage therapist with a specialization in lymphatic drainage. And there's a lot more training that I know that she has under her belt. And I'm going to pass it over to Michelle right now to tell you a little bit about herself and where you can learn more about her and her work. Well, I've always been drawn to the cancer community. I've been a massage therapist for 23 years. And I realized about 14 years ago, I had a real deep interest in lymphatic drainage. And when I even started dabbling educationally with learning more about lymphatic drainage, miraculously, cancer patients started to find me. And interestingly, in massage school, Most massage therapists don't learn very much detail at all about how to safely work with cancer patients. Mm -hmm. So I had to go out of my way to seek out education about how to be safe with cancer patients. And there are educational facilities now around the country that are available to massage therapists to be able to go seek out specialty oncology massage training but you really have to look for it. So if it's hard for me as a therapist to find training, I know for certain it's even more difficult for oncology patients to seek out knowledge about how do I find a therapist that's safe and effective for me at any stage of treatment or recovery. Oh, absolutely. Thank goodness we have a national organization that has taken up this challenge of trying to be a source for people to seek out education, for patients to be able to seek out resources of where to find therapists. And that is called the Society for Oncology Massage. 
Wow, that's awesome. That's so inspiring and encouraging because I know at our center, you know, over 50% of the people that come are dealing with breast cancer. And I know this is an issue that comes up all the time that sometimes they have no idea where to turn. And that's why I'm having you on here because you have come to our center several times and taught people a lot, gave them a lot of education, taught them how to give themselves lymphatic drainage massage. And I think this is nothing but good news for us. I'm really excited to have you here. So let me ask you, though, why would a cancer patient seek out oncology massage during therapy and when they're in active treatment? Active treatment especially. So there's, it's interestingly, it's a really stressful time of life to be going through. You're being bombarded with different treatments, all sorts of information coming your way, stressful decisions you're having to make. And all of that takes its toll on the body. So interestingly, when we're dealing with someone going through active treatment, the massage therapist needs to be able to adapt and change a session to deal with not just the cancer that the patient is undergoing, but the treatments themselves that are causing different stressors on the body. So there isn't a huge volume of information from a clinical research standpoint, but the few research projects that have been done for massage and cancer specifically, we know that a perception of pain can be reduced with massage during treatment. It can absolutely help patients overcome treatment-induced fatigue and nausea, helping to decrease anxiety levels, and some circumstances can help people who are experiencing neuropathy and constipation and can help bring a greater sense of ease to help ease symptoms of insomnia for people who are undergoing cancer treatment. And massage therapists who are oncology trained know how to make modifications so that we can be safe for patients during treatment at any stage. And there's always some degree, some level of safe touch that a person can receive. So can you say more about that? Like when is it safe to receive a massage during or after treatment? So an oncology massage therapist works on a basic scale of pressure on a human body ranging from a zero, which is simply I'm taking my hand and I'm gently touching someone's skin up to what we consider to be a pressure level of two, which is no more pressure on the human body than if I were gently rubbing sunscreen, say like on the back of a toddler. So there are some medical conditions that absolutely come up during a treatment process where I do not in any way want to be putting deep pressure into the body. It would be unsafe for that person's tissues at that time. But I can most certainly use acupressure points at various strategic locations around the body to help with nausea, fatigue, pain. I can do a very gentle massage technique, a level one pressure, which would be, let's say, equivalent to gently applying eye cream under the eyes. And I can use that level of touch on the skin to just help create a calming, soothing effect. So often when people are in treatment, they're in a hyper-responsive fight-or-flight response. That very slow pace, a very gentle pressure, and a methodical rhythmic stroke can help to calm the brain down into a rest and digest response, 
And that's where our own innate immune system becomes more active, our healing response, our digestive system responds at that point. And we're digesting our food better and absorbing our nutrients better. Wow, that's amazing. I hadn't known that before because I know that there are a lot, and I know you know this as well, there's so much misinformation out there that scares people to get any kind of, you know, massage of any kind, but really specifically getting educated about seeing someone who is certified and doing just oncology massages and lymphatic drainage is so important because I know that people get really scared. No, I'm not allowed. They said I can't have a massage. And so there's just, there's fear and there's, there's not enough information about how important it is. And the way you describe it is so helpful. For patients and for therapists both, because therapists who haven't sought out specific oncology massage training in some massage schools are still told, no, don't, out of an overabundance of caution, don't work on cancer patients. Mm. And we absolutely want to dispel that myth. With appropriate training, it is always safe to give some level of touch, even if it is just that comforting, hands-on, still touch, no movement, no pressure in acupressure points, all people can receive some level of safe touch. And it's incumbent upon massage therapists who want to be able to work with the oncology community to seek out even some baseline level of education and understanding of how we make modifications to be safe for the cancer community. That's great. So why don't all massage therapists know how to work with cancer patients? And if I'm a cancer patient, why do I need to seek out someone with advanced knowledge? And you kind of already have spoken to that, but give me a little more specific information. If, I'm, if I just got newly diagnosed or I'm in active treatment and I hear about this, what do I need to know? What's the knowledge that I need to have going into this? Certainly, it truly is uh, correct that most massage schools are still not teaching most massage therapists how to be fundamentally safe with cancer patients who are in active treatment. So a therapist who wants to seek out treatment goes to the Society for Oncology Massage website and finds an approved list of educators. They're across the country. And a therapist can then go learn in a basic course, which tends to last three or four days for a therapist. It's an advanced certification that therapist can receive. And they will come out of that class knowing a baseline of safety for oncology patients in any stage of treatment. For the patients, they can also go to the S4, the number S4OM.org website and find a list of therapists who have done at a very minimum this baseline of education, then there are more advanced stages of learning and education therapists can seek out. But you can type in your zip code and you can seek out regionally a therapist who has that level of education for you. I happen to be learning to be an instructor of oncology massage for a organization in California called Greet the Day. And it is our intention to be bringing to the Northern California region this type of education very soon for massage therapists. Because right now in our region of Northern California, there aren't a tremendous amount of therapists who have this education and knowledge. So we want to make that education accessible and available 
to any massage therapist so that if someone is in a recent recovery and long-term survivorship, they walk in that spa door and immediately at least that therapist knows how not to potentially trigger a lymphedema for a patient and knows how to modify and adapt to some of the treatments that patient has been through or perhaps even some of the drug therapies that they continue to take for the remainder of their lives. Wow, that's very insightful. Well, let me get another question here because it's obvious I have so much more that I want to ask you, but it looks like we're going to have to have a part two. So let me get one more question is before we end for this particular time. You already spoke to how the massage is different than going to a spa and getting massage and the dangers and the things that you need to be careful of. Is there anything else that you want to mention about that? Because I know a lot of people tend to go to spas sometimes, especially if they've been going to spas before cancer, so they trust their massage therapist. Absolutely. So they may go back to that massage therapist while they're in treatment or maybe even in survivorship, but that person doesn't necessarily have the skill sets that you've just described. And so how would you manage that with somebody? What would you want somebody to know? It's like, yeah, if you have someone you trust, but they're not trained, what would you say to them? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that we've been working on with the day organization is trying to get, again, this baseline of knowledge to even therapists in spa situations where you're working in, you have 10 minutes to look over that little health history form that that client has filled out and make an assessment. So one of the first questions I always ask people, and it doesn't matter if I know if they've had cancer or they haven't had cancer, I ask, have you ever had a situation in your life where you've had a lymph node biopsied or have had surgery or have had radiation to a lymph node group in your body? That tends to be for me as a therapist to trigger that helps bring in this conversation with people about whether they've been through treatment or not. Because what we tend to see in destination spa locations in particular, the, let's say a lady has been out of treatment for 20 years. She's had a reconstruction. She doesn't consider herself to be a cancer patient anymore. She has no long-term treatment she's been through. She feels great. She's healthy. She's vigorous. But she goes to that spa and she fails to identify to the therapist who's going to be working on her that, yeah, she did have a lymph node biopsy and she had radiation to her underarm lymph node group. Well, that patient might not even know that now her body is at lifetime risk for lymphedema in that arm and in that area of her body. And if that therapist doesn't know that key bit of information, they may inadvertently use too much pressure in that quadrant of her body They may do something inappropriate, like use hot stones on her body. And those kind of scenarios have the potential to trigger a lifetime of lymphedema in that person's arm. So it's a difficult thing to navigate sometimes as a patient. You don't feel like a patient anymore. And yet treatments have happened to your body that have changed your body. And the therapist also has a responsibility to ask key questions to help identify people who had a history of cancer treatment. So now instantly that therapist can make easy modifications to give that client the service they want and deserve, but make safety modifications to not in any way harm the tissues of that client while they're there in the spa. Wow, that's wise counsel. And cautionary notes to the person who's the cancer survivor seeking a massage at a destination spa, but also 
if you know this about yourself and you go into his body and you don't get asked any of that, then you Right. Should, mm. That's the time to know that perhaps if I've been through cancer treatment, perhaps I'm not seeking out deep tissue massage, hot stone massage. I'm opting for more gentle, soothing, relaxational treatments that don't put me at risk until I'm able to get back home and seek out a therapist who has detailed, specific training about how to make modifications for my body. That's awesome. That is great. Well, we're going to end on this one. We've got lots more to cover. Before we end, though, could you do me a favor and tell people what your website is so they can learn more about you and... Also, you had mentioned an organization maybe that they can get some more information about the importance of oncology massages and lymphatic drainage. So absolutely. On my website, I have pages of resources and downloads available for people for free. So you don't have to try to seek out this information on your own. It's all there for you. So if you uh, type in lymphworksmichelle.com, and that's Michelle with two L's, That information about S4OM, many downloads, and many resources are available for you there. That's fantastic. Thanks so much, Michelle. I really appreciate you spending this time with me. And let's do this again and get a next round of questions that I think people are going to need to hear. Looking forward to it, Patty. Thank you. Thanks. Take care.